Go Light presents Murder Most Irish. Welcome to this week's episode of Murder Most Irish, brought to you by Coca Cola Zero. I took a swallow, sorry. Happy Pride Month! Happy Pride Month! <laughs> Hi, gays! <laughs> I hope everybody's having a gay Pride Month. Yeah, all the marketing people are out in oh, full swing. They're like, hey. hey, are you gay? Buy our book. Yeah. Hey, are you gay? Buy the streaming. Hey, are you gay? Drink this. I was only saying to Flavio the other day that, like, 10 years ago, this was not a thing. Like, you know the whole kind of marketing around pride now like people didn't talk about pride if you know you what i will say if you weren't gay no you're absolutely right it wasn't 10 years ago it absolutely no. wasn't um i love the fact that it's come full circle because people are now like advertise to us all the time <laughs> yeah like this is just normal life yeah. and now it's like we're calling people out for like don't only advertise one month out of the year one month out of the year for like the gay community like advertise all the time that, for everybody there's that meme that someone put up on Tumblr and it's like this woman and she has a blender and she's putting fruit in the blender and it, the meme is just see you in hell fruit and then someone wrote underneath it um, corporations when June is over I'm like it's true <laughs> it they don't true. want anything to but yeah happy Pride Month we hope everybody's having a Pride filled time yeah happy Pride Month all the people all the L's oh, all the G's the, the B's, G's the Q's the, 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 the I's the, the A's the pluses whatever you're doing whoever you're Stunkin' bunkin' Stunkin' and bunkin' and bunkin' <laughs> Whatever you're doing that for Can you just say <laughs> Have your Texas text us goes Thanks for all the runkin' and bunkin' Bunkin' and the stunkin' uh, Do it, enjoy it, have fun I'm very old Be safe them. Be safe don't, don't get monkey pox You're not getting Oh that That was I should say this to you About how RTE were like uh, reporting on monkey pox like it was primarily for gay from gay people Every, that's not what just what the fuck that's not just a, like I've heard that from so many people and I was like this it literally started out of rave lads but this is, how, this is how this shit starts like. that are having it's not for people anybody can get anybody. it anybody it is uh, available to anybody but people who are being affected more than others are people who are having casual yeah. sex but it was like yeah, RT was like gay men. I was gay like, men. what the fuck? I was like, y'all need to what the shut fuck is this up. Shit? Anyway, anybody RT. having casual sex RT. is susceptible to loads of. Okay. And you know, diseases. RT are like, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Hey, gays. Hey. Hey, happy we Pride had a gay man that used to work for us. Yeah, I know. I have a gay friend. I have a gay friend. Yeah. Hey, I have a trans friend. person that He's I know of somebody there. that knows somebody. Uh, I have a gay friend His name is Colin He's in there now And he's He's great He is Giving out And uh, because he, Because I have a gay friend I can say whatever I want I can say the F word Because I have yeah. a gay friend yeah. yeah People like that Oh I have a friend uh, Who's gay Who I say to all the time And he doesn't mind Dear Well Call him up right there Put them on the phone Let's call talk to them And just say hey F word <laughs> Let's see how that goes Um, Hello everyone Uh I have nothing to say. Do you not have anything no, to say? No, I'm very... Do you know what it is? I just... I I just went through Dublin Airport and I know I look like an insane person because I was going to my breath. I hate this fucking airport every like 10 minutes because that walk 
Well, the walk from Ryanair Terminal what the is fuck? It's well, like, Terminal One. It's like punishment. Yeah, it is. And here's fucks. the thing I don't understand, and I said this to her when we were going to Edinburgh. I haven't been in the Ryan, the Ryanair part yeah. of the airport. I forgot what it was in like. quite some time. Yeah, I forgot how long. And it was. not because I have money, but because pandemic happened. Yeah. Um. Someone built this. Someone built that that connecting yeah. bit to the terminal. It's up a hill. Up a hill. Like why? It's the, insane. Why would you build it up a hill? I have no idea, and I hate it. Like the second I got off the plane, I was like, oh, because I always get Aer Lingus. So the Aer Lingus walk is nothing like. No, you just you so just, the Aer Lingus walk. You come around. out, you go right, and you're yeah, up the passport. And, and then I got off, and I was like, oh fuck, I'm on Rainer. Yeah. And I forgot that I was, and my bag was so heavy, and I was like, oh my god. Did you have loads of bags, but no, I had my this bag. And yeah. my suitcase. That was okay, it. that's good for you. So this wasn't so bad. Usually you have a tote. And Usually I have a tote in. and another tote yeah. and a hidden tote up my leg. I'm, I'm toting around. Usually like, this is duty free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my dirty uh, underpants. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was that walk, man. That's a cunt of a walk. I, coming back, we were, oh. I wasn't too bad. But that's because when I came back, the airport was empty. Yeah, it was packed. Fuck, man. And then when I was walking through um, where the baggage claim is, they just had stacks and stacks, stacks of, of bags. Stacks of bags. I'm like, what is going on? So apparently the reason for all of the problems, not just in Dublin airport, but in all the airports around the UK as well, and in Europe, is because during the pandemic, the expectation was that people would take their money back rather than keep their money in the airline. And go fly again. like. And because they didn't plan for that, the capacity is completely off. So Tui in particular have like double booked yeah. like hundreds of flights. Did you see that girl on TikTok who they just fucking abandoned? Yes. In- Rather than give people their money back, <gasps> they're literally like people are showing up at the gate and they're like, oh no, you can't get on this plane. Get on plane. And so a lot of the luggage that you're seeing in Dublin airport is people who have shown up for flights being told that they're not getting on that one and getting on another one. And so their baggage, baggage is, is coming back up. off carousel to be waited to be picked up to get and I could say the amount of people that have lost their baggage oh, I'd say it's insane, insane. Um, it's insane don't lick me you but filthy like beast Man- Manchester airport as well did you see those people getting arrested no because I shouldn't laugh they were waiting for their bags for three hours so they just got up on the carousels and started walking through you know the thing where the bags come through they started walking through and grabbing bags and throwing them to people no and the police were called yeah I kind of love it. Yeah. Like, you can understand. That's like that Peter Case game. Standing for three hours waiting for your bags. Yeah, no, you would just be like, Jack, stop me. And, ah, leave him alone. I know, but I don't, well, you don't want to lick you, so I'm just He's all right. No, he's, he's fine. I'm just um, messing. Sorry, when yeah. I said don't lick me, a filthy beast, I was talking to the cat. <laughs> Not I me. Explain that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, it's, I do feel for people that are traveling, man. It's fucking shit. Like, the only thing is, I was saying today, I was like, I am fucking lucky and privileged. My ass is flying anywhere or going anywhere. No, so that I'm is. I'm very, insane. very grateful that I can actually get the opportunity. In saying that, that walk from Reiner is a joke, and I need to see everyone involved in it. No, and I think, like, here's the other thing is, like, yeah, absolutely, we're lucky and we're privileged, and all of those things to be, like, complaining yeah. about, like, but if someone's phone is ringing, is it in next door? It might be, yeah. Um, but. At the same time, the amount of politicians that came and that was a cop out. Oh yeah, they were like, "You should be grateful that you, you should can be queue." Super grateful that you can queue and, and go climate to an change airport. is a problem. Oh, I, all of a sudden, you care about climate change? Yeah, like in when it like suits you. Fuck off! Dublin Airport is a joke. A joke. Um, and now they've got like Dublin Airport prison for the people who show oh, up too early. Sorry, what is Dublin Airport prison? Did you? Oh, you missed all this because you're gone away. Tell me. So, um, to deal with the 
the queues outside and to Dublin deal with airport, and also the problem so the problem was all pushed back on the regular Joe yeah so Dublin airport were like well everybody keeps showing up too early <laughs> right so they were like and that's a problem for us so now you're only allowed to show up two and a half hours for like a inter not an international a European flight yeah. and three and a half hours for a nat- an international yeah. flight and um, if you show up outside of those time frames you have to go in this like so they've used like an offside car park and they've put like porta cabins in it and seats and they're like you can go sit there and wait until you can come into the airport are you kidding me no deadly serious and they were like we won't have the same problem this week because we've got a uh, double airport prison double airport prison as I, I love it Um look at but, your hair yeah so much hair come off um, I had a lovely time in Edinburgh uh, Edinburgh's gorgeous it is absolutely she beautiful. gorgeous she's a beautiful city we love her um, she's so it's chill it's such a pretty city and it's so chill and I would recommend if you can go go yeah it's gorgeous and it's really well priced yeah like it's not extortionate not like Dublin at mi- the- no Dublin's a fucking joke people for Bruce Springsteen <sighs> People are so Bruce Springsteen. I don't know, and it's like here, yeah, yeah. seven million gigs in yeah. seven million nights in a row. Yeah, um, and um, it's cheaper for people from the west of Ireland to oh. get a flight to Italy and stay in Italy and see Bruce Springsteen in Rome than it is to come up to Dublin and stay two nights in a hotel. Are you fucking kidding me? It's currently most hotels in Dublin are of a minimum price per night of over three hundred and fifty euro a night. Like, have you not checked book booking? No, I, I have like, looked at this anything. This is fucking insanity. I've got to Lads, do. For, that's not fair. It's really not fair, and it's like I understand inflation, but that is just that's pricing it. yourself out of the market. Literally, it's pricing yourself out of the market. Who in the name of Christ is going to pay three? Like, if you were saying, "Oh, we we'll go to Dublin for a night," and then you see that, you'd be like, "I'm no, not going not fucking Dublin. near Dublin no. for a night." Like, um, so this this month. Next week I've got to go to Belfast and I've got to stay for two nights. Belfast. The following week I've got to go to Portadown and I've got to stay for two nights. The week after that I've got to go back to Belfast and stay for two nights. And then I have something on in Manchester and I've got to stay for two nights. And all of those hotels combined were cheaper than me doing like a week in Dublin in a hotel. It's fucking nuts. Um, Dublin, get your shit together. Right. Whenever I see tourists coming over here I'm like, lads, just go back. Yeah. Back, back up that four mile walk up to and the also, right terminal. Not, like, and also, uh, the other thing, like, I could not believe in Edinburgh that there wasn't a single junkie in the park with their top off. No. And I said this to Fabio before you said it to me. And he was like, oh, no, I, I don't think that's and true. And then I I'm said, like, listen to me when I tell you this. I would not be walking through this park in Dublin on a sunny day. On a Saturday, two o'clock. Yeah. Because like, there would be a can fucked in my head. Like, it's so different. Like, there is no... Lariness. No lariness. And the sun was out. The sun was out. Belting, like. Yeah. And it's just so strange because I'm not putting Dublin down either. And I know we say this and we sound like we're putting Dublin down. I'm putting Dublin down. But like, you walk down, you go past, I used to cycle past that The homeless problem in Dublin is a it's serious, horrible. serious issue. It's so sad. Like, I went to Starbucks today at Liffey Valley. Yeah. And I went through the drive-thru with Lily. Yeah. And there was a homeless man at the drive-thru in Liffey Valley in Starbucks begging. Ugh. Uh, I went to AIB at the Red Cow and there was a homeless man at the back of AIB at the Red Cow uh, begging. Like, these are not city centre areas. No. These are residential areas. These are literally like, residential. Homelessness in Dublin is that, like, apparently it's, it's higher than before the pandemic. Oh. And that includes 10,000 families that are currently homeless in Dublin. Like, um, what the fuck? Like, what do you even... What, like, do, you, what do you do? Like, and so, like, by me saying lariness or whatever... They're like homeless people aren't being lared. Yeah, I'm not talking about homeless people. It's like the the amount of junkies around Dublin. Like it's bad. Like it's severely bad. bad. And we have like 
needle exchanges yeah. in the heart literally of the on city the centre and no needle exchanges, exchanges in residential areas. areas so if you are a user you have to get a bus to town to do needle exchange yeah. or if you've got a GP that's willing to do a needle exchange but most GPs don't do needle exchange yeah. so you've got like you have no other options yeah. than to go into town to get the uh, tools you need to keep you safe while you use drugs so fucked up and the reason that is is because people in fucking residential areas keep being putting petitions in to yeah, say no you can't have it here. In my area, yeah. yeah. Unless it's Valley Farm of Finglas, Inchcore. Oh yeah, they, they, uh, they'll drop Dockin, them wherever they can there. Like. Um, it's, just, it's not fair and I just the homeless thing is fuck man it's like I think about it sometimes and I, I have to stop thinking about it because I'm like I can't home these people like it is heartbreaking. I do feel do, with like, Lily, like when we're in town with Lily and you just see when people, like when we were at Starbucks and that man asked for money, I was like, I actually don't have any money. I don't fucking he carry was like, cash for me. He was like, I'm just trying to get some food. And I was like, well, what do you want in the menu? Yeah, buy your food. And he was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, of course. I was yeah, like, yeah. tell me what you want. So like he came and met me around the front and I gave him what he ordered. But like, I just think of Lily when you're in town and like no one carries cash anymore. No. Like That's the thing. Like none of us are carrying cash. No. Like I, I, it, I had t- money on me today because I got a taxi home. That's the only reason I had cash on me today because I got a taxi from Dublin. Yeah, but even that's fucking ridiculous. Like ridiculous. <laughs> like I got into the car and I. Actually, Sorry, this is just uh, Sarah and Emma have it's a just rant. having a rant. I actually said to the taxman, I was like, "Do you take card?" And he was like, "No." And I was like, "Okay, okay." Great. Like every single taxi in Edinburgh takes card. Every single taxi in Edinburgh pays card, but they're apparently they're bringing in a, a new thing now. Well, they've been saying this for tears. No, there is gonna, a law coming where they have to. People. Edinburgh's uh, taxi services are great. Yeah, and, and the taxis are so lovely, lovely and clean, and they manually the automatic door opening. Yeah, and the, yeah, and everybody takes card. Everybody takes card. Edinburgh's great, lads. Go to Edinburgh. That's a brilliant accent. Brilliant accent. We were there on. We went for we went around the city on Saturday. I don't even know what day it was, but it was really hot. And all those like people that work in the tourist areas were walking around with those like fur jackets and kilts on them. I was oh, like, you motherfuckers must be dead. But yeah. I've, we've, in the grass markets, is that what we call it? Mm-hmm. The amount of those walking tours. Yeah. And they're all wearing Tons kilts of them. and I saw one the other day where a girl was dressed as a witch and she just had a broomstick. You know, they're these yeah. flags. She had a broomstick instead. Yeah. What's they with the witches? Falling. They're everywhere. They love a witch. And they love that, uh, that shop that sells all the like Forbidden Planet stuff. They're everywhere. The Enchanted Gallery. Oh, yeah, they love that shit. Uh, but I think that's all because of the Harry Potter stuff as well. I think but like the grass market does, like when you're in there and she's from Scotland, isn't she? she yeah, she's from Scotland or she lived in Scotland. I can't remember. Anyway, she's, um, but, and I know one of the like graveyards in Scotland is where she got the names for some of the characters. And like the, that street is where she got, apparently is where Diagon Alley. And it looks like Diagon yeah. Alley. Because like um, I took pictures and I said it to, I showed it to Linny and I was like, look, I was in Diagon Alley and she was like, shy. Um, but yeah, Edinburgh's beautiful. Go there if you want to go on a little rake or a little holiday. Except there's a lot of hills, just FYI. Oh, yeah. And Flavio makes me walk up every single one of them because it's like, this is a shortcut. No, Flavio, no. When you, when you came to the restaurant cry. and you guys were like, we walked, I was like, who are you? Well, I didn't mind walking. What have you done with my friend? <laughs> I actually walked because. Course of control! <laughs> we, got our, we got like a drink on the way there and there's a little hot chocolate place that I wanted to go to even though it was a million degrees I was like I still want a hot chocolate <laughs> um, but yeah we went there and then that's where we met you guys but uh, I diabetes knows no bounds diabetes um, yeah diabetes. me and Graham did like I you know my usual thing of like taxiing mm-hmm. 
the thing about it, it is really hilly, but like because of where we were staying, we were like nine minutes, twelve minutes. Like it just would be cost the taxi man more money to yeah, get. Of course, to it's us. super close. So Everything I was like, no one just walk. Um, but there was one day where he was like, we we'll walk back, and oh my, we got to a hill, and I was like, can we just ring a taxi? <laughs> I just don't want to walk up the hill, and he was the like, there's a shortcut man. this way, and it was the only time we saw uh, a junkie. Really? Yeah. On the shortcut. Yeah, we went to this back alley, and there was two people there, but they were lovely. They were really nice. They were nice junkies. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see that video I sent you today? Yes. <laughs> give that girl a book. Like, give her give the book. Give the book. Why did you fold it up like that? <sighs> He's in there now, <laughs> and the cops give him an awful hammering. Here, so we were we, we were talking about this a few minutes ago because I, Sarah Jane and I and Graham and Bobby had dinner in Edinburgh, and I, we were talking about downloading, and I was saying, uh, Lime we used wire. to download off LimeWare. Nobody, but. 10% of our audience will know what this is the rest are like they're all too what's young? downloading really yeah LimeWire it was like a torrent site but it was if you wanted to have your computer riddled with every yeah, virus known to man it was a torrent demand. site that you didn't need a torrent player no, for you didn't so you just downloaded directly from the website onto, the, onto your computer onto which meant all the viruses yes. were going and with the thing it. of it is the torrent the whole point of a torrent site is that it finds information and you can download from. this you were just going on to other people's yep. hard yeah you were hardware and just downloading directly from give me there. that but I was saying Sarah I was like, to them I was like can you know that thing that used to happen when you downloaded a song and you thought it was a song and then it would just be Bill Clinton going I did not have sexual <laughs> relations with that woman at the start of every like constantly this happened to me I never I would download this. 10 songs five of them would be Bill Clinton <laughs> saying he did not have sexual relations with that woman like and uh, before he said that, there'd be like a big noise. They'd be like, and they'd be like, I didn't know this. And it wouldn't be your song. And I knew Colin had the exact same thing happen to him. And I'm like, is it a long thing? Maybe it is. I don't know, but I never got that with LimeWire. If anybody wire. else got Bill Clinton saying I did not have sexual relations I downloaded a fucking fair amount from LimeWire. So did I. Too much. It like, was bad. Yeah. And like, I know I gave the computer so many viruses, like... I just remember, yeah I, I do remember quite often like, like, my dad would come in at 2 o'clock in the morning and he'd be like what are you doing I'm like just defragging my computer <laughs> for the seventh time yeah, this week yeah it's in bits but if anybody else who downloaded from Limer got Bill Clinton I did not do you remember defragging your hard drive with that woman yeah and do you remember it go hey we're old what about you happy Pride Month hey anyway do you have any housekeeping housekeeping Y'all ready for this? Oh, the Patreon this week, uh, Colin did a great job. He's doing the Jonestown Massacre. He did. I was so enthralled. It's a two two parter. So the first part's up this week, and then next week he'll do obviously the second part. If you're interested, if not, don't worry about it. It's grand. Oh, and on Patreon now we have Discord. I don't know if everybody knows this. Well, I put it on Twitter. Oh, okay, Grant. Yeah, we have Discord and Patreon now. So if you go on there, you can have the chit chats and people putting up pictures of their pets. And I'm so happy because I've seen so many cute pets. <gasps> Somebody has a hamster called Broccoli. Fuck off. Which is the cutest what a great name. name. And then another girl has hens. And really? they're great. Yeah, Sel- uh, Selena, I think. Selena no, Gomez. Priscilla. Is she a fan of ours? Priscilla. 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 Has Queen hens. of the Desert. Queen of the Desert. <laughs> Why are you crying you Mexican boy? No crying. Um, but yeah, uh, somebody has hands. It's very, very cute. Do you have any pets keeping for me? So I just wanted to say that there's so many messages on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram about the story last week. Oh yeah, it's horrible. Um, it was horrid. And there was some, like, just people being like, they found it really difficult to listen to. And I just wanted to say that you don't have to listen. No. 
Like when we do stories like that, Please and obviously don't. we had a reason last week yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but just if, but if it's like, like that, triggering at all, don't don't do, don't do not that put to yourself. yourself through it. Because there's stuff I won't listen to in podcasts and yeah, things like that. Yeah, and there's stuff. There's stories that I just like Emma quite not quite often, but it's just that out of the two of us, Emma is braver in terms of dealing with like murders or criminal offences that involve children yeah. and I just find them re- not that Emma doesn't no, but, but I find I get them it. really, really difficult, difficult. They, yeah. they keep me awake and I like I struggle to sleep yeah. and I worry about Lily and all the things that happen and that's why I always put a trigger warning when there's anything like that I'll put trigger warnings in our actual uh, information yeah. on the show notes and um, please please don't ever listen to anything like that if it upsets you because I used to do that I used to listen to stuff and then I'd be like I'm fine and then I'd be having the most horrific dreams yeah and I'm like I have to stop listening to this shit yeah absolutely um, so and so like I just wanted to say that but the other thing is there was like a, a lady called Eleanor May and she just put up like she yeah, said that she found it up that they were looking for uplifting films to watch Ooh. after the podcast. Yes. And loads of people put up like uplifting podcasts. Okay. Um, I love this. But she also said, said, so she watched Pride, which is from a 2014. Oh, it's great. And it's yeah, a beautiful it's a really film about movie. some gay activists in London supporting striking minors yes, in Wales. great. Um, she said it made her sob the way through, but it was hopeful. And she thought it was fitting to share after the message in the pod last week about preserving what you believe in and looking out for each other it was and it's a great movie have you seen it no I it's haven't it's very good it's a very very good film everybody go watch Pride because as I said it is Pride Month hello gays hello gays, hello gays. Uh, yeah go watch Pride uh, what's his name is it from This Is England the main guy in This Is England Joe oh I love him Joseph that guy he's in it it's very good here we'll get his name because everybody's screaming at us yeah I'll just get it and then Collie can can't remember edit. his name I'm very sorry but uh, yeah uh, it's a very very cute movie actually I really enjoyed Pride everybody in it is really good oh, I'm so tired Joseph Joe Joe Gilgan Joe, Joe Gilgan Gilgan that guy's cool yeah he's great um, then some people said about us going to they were like uh, travelling to Japan and there's a load of people oh, yeah. booking as well to go because it's back open ah! But uh, Cara Tart T-Hart 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 Anyway um, Said please come to Korea instead Or at least in addition I'll be your personal tour guide So much to do and see And eat and buy And beauty procedures are super cheap Yeah I actually was saying to you I'd love to go to South Korea I'd love to go to Korea too I'd love to go to Korea um, And she said there's an amazing tattoo scene um, So yeah I just wanted to say From like a housekeeping point of view don't ever feel like you have to listen to stories yeah, that are bro. going to upset you. Because, you know, I'd be doing those those dead children stories. And but even, like, the stories I do are, like, heartbreaking. Yeah, like, don't, don't. If, uh... if it, if it's just something that, like, anything, sometimes you just need a break. You do, bro. Just take your time. Like, if you don't want to listen, time. don't listen. Like, honestly. It's I know so that's probably, fun. like, the, the no, opposite of what no, we no, should no, be saying. No, no, There are certain things. That's why whenever it's something that I know is going to be incredibly triggering to people, I always put it in the show notes. Always, always, always don't. Listen, uh, if you're okay with it, but don't if you don't. Because I don't want and you to, so... I don't want you to be upset. No, we don't. And there's so many people as well that message us uh, or message on Facebook to say that like they worked with people that yeah, were there that or like it's insane. They were like, oh, people. I my a person I grew up with was in that school. Like their mum was a teacher. Like it's crazy because Dunblane was such a tiny little place. Like, um. You know, and obviously people moved out of there after that happened. People moved away to them from Dunblane, so then they would have been interspersed around Scotland, so there would have been people that knew people that knew people. Um, oh, 
Colin's watching wrestling. Of course he is. Watching a wrestling and a wrestling. Hello, brother. Um, but yeah, I had I had something and I can't remember. It's gone. Now it's gone. Never mind. You're never gonna know. It's gone out of my brain. I've watched. I started watching a Stranger Things. Me too. Yeah, that's. Good. I'm on the second. I'm on that last episode tonight. I don't know why I'm on third. I can't me. stop watching it. I was fourth, I think. But it, like, I was watching it on the play. Apparently, it doesn't come back till July or something now. Yeah, I didn't realize that there was like a last two episodes or whatever or something yeah and they're gonna be like two and a half two hours long or something yeah these motherfuckers are making mini movies like it's crazy but it is so honestly if you're into Stranger Things this season so far for me has been the best one it's good yeah and it is so well made although I will say this Go, this yeah. might be a hot take those two young lads can't act for shit. oh no they can't no absolutely not the two that are like will yeah no they can't act at that all that young one who I'm not she, I can't deal with her in real Millie life. Bobby Bre- Millie she is Bobby Bobby, fucking Abby actor. I can't deal oh, with her. Oh, is she? Her. I, don't oh, know I can't deal better. with her. But she, when I tell you, axe them off the axe. fucking screen. Yeah. Like I don't know what it is because that the dust guy who plays Dustin is great. Yeah. Lucas is great. Uh, Steve, Steve, Steve. But unfortunately, Mike. And Will. Well, Will in particular is really bad. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like a terrible I'm like, actor. Is this on purpose? Um, I don't know because I think the whole point of them is that they're supposed to be like super awkward teenagers. Maybe that's what it is. And Maybe that's I'm hoping, the point. Because I've seen that other guy in other things and he can act, but like he just plays the same character in every yeah. movie. Um, but who I, I will say, um, the episode about Max. Oh yeah. Did, did you get there yet? Uh, I'm on that one. I I'm just not going to give any one. spoilers, but she's like, great. she's fantastic, but also it's all about mental health. Yeah. And about like how it's important to like it's so good. Um But, but yeah, I sorry to Will and Mike fans. Yeah, sorry. That's good. Oh, that's gonna be Stephen Ashley and Renny yell at me now. Why did they I like bet them? they're Will and Mike fans and they'll be like, Hey Emma, shut the fuck up. Shut up. And I'm gonna be like, fuck the two of those young lads. They can't act for shite. Um also I actually I've one more um housekeeping. Go. To the lovely lady on Twitter that asked us if she could talk about the fact that Amazon had sent me the Jubilee stuff before putting it up on Twitter so that she wouldn't get me in trouble and I was like no please don't <laughs> really she asked yeah no thank she was you. so nice thank and you then, so like, much it, it really taught me a lesson yeah you gotta be careful uh, because uh, sometimes we sit in here and I just think I'm talking to Emma yeah that's it or I just think that there's like five of you didn't they play the didn't they put up the the tricolour at the, the tricolour at the jubilee during the jubilee oh lord <laughs> they put up the tricolor oh my god I also learned because all the kids are discovering who Kate Bush is yes the kids are like Kate who Kate she's number um, two on the charts that's insane Run but you know the hell what? is number two on the I'm charts I'm happy for her also she doesn't give a fuck because she's on a farm yeah I love it not bothering her since she hasn't performed live since 1980 something at all at all she just doesn't perform and during the Olympics I didn't know this the 2012 Olympics in London they were like Kate Bush is performing but she wouldn't come on stage so she just sang in the background I kind of love Kate Bush she doesn't give a fuck I love it um, but yeah the kids are finding out about Kate Bush and I didn't know this I read this yesterday because there's tons of articles about her now it's fucking crazy it's like a Kate Bush yeah. resurgence but uh, that album was running up the hill on it those drums that she has I did not know this throughout the album she was living in Northern Ireland at the time of recording. Yeah. She heard the fucking Orange Man drums. Yeah. So they're the Orange Man drums. Yeah. I just think that's hilarious. It is gas. <laughs> it just reminds me of the episode of Dairy Girls when they get stuck in the march. Oh. <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time uh, a guy I know from Northern Ireland who is in the Orange Order and does the march and went on Facebook Live, by, Facebook Live by mistake? <laughs> What did he say? Not only he was just like on Facebook Live, but I like 
me and Tiernan like recorded it because it was so stupid because he was like he's a middle-aged man and he was like marching and he was like is this on oh stop yeah and he was like marching out and he was like doing all the dr- he just he's a drummer like he does the drums and he was like and then he was like we're out we're having a great time <laughs> and I was like, all right um and on that did you see that like video of the orange order about michaela mccreevy oh i did see that that was fucked, dude. His, her husband... That was fucked. ...had the loveliest thing to say. What did he say? It was actually one of the most dignified responses. I was fucking f- absolutely floored by that. I couldn't believe it. Uh, like, it was what a the jubilee celebration. fuck is were... wrong with them, like? Scumbags. Not all of them, obviously. Before you come for me. Just those lads. Let me see if I can find what he said. He's a, such a dignified man, anyway. I listened to him on a podcast a while ago and he was so fucking dignified. What's his name? I find him on Twitter because it was just absolutely... Like it was just take the high road type stuff. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta, don't you? Oh yeah. Sorry. Supposed to go tweeting out those orange cunts. Yeah, those orange... Which is what we would have done. Yeah. I would like, fuck yourself. (laughs) Uh, He said, Michaela was a vessel of love, courage and dignity. Hate can hurt, but it can never win. Oh, Isn't that such a beautiful thing to say? After like seeing that, because I would have been like, he's got a fucking bunch of evil fucks. Evil. Like you, evil fucks. Like, but I know loads of people, like uh, organizations, like came out and were like, "This is disgraceful." Like, we don't agree with this. Um, mm. And they got sponsorship pulled as well from certain people that were like, "No, we're not. This is not okay." Yeah, but like, who filmed it? I wonder. Well, that's the thing. So uh, someone there filmed it and they obviously felt like it wasn't. Yeah. Or it got put up on like a fucking... A Facebook page a Facebook or something in the wrong person. And, and the wrong got person. It. Yeah. Like something along those lines. How these things fucking... But it's, it's just... It, it To me, it's like, I don't understand how you could do that. Like, that's horrific. I don't understand it's how you could be like, funny, I'm going like... to sing a song that... And apparently it's just because she's Catholic. She's from Tyrone. Get a fucking grip in your so life. So it's because she was Catholic These motherfuckers are literally stuck in 1964. Um, Get a grip on like, your life. That's like. it. Like all of the people I know from the North. Imagine not the liking Protestants a person. Even I know from the North were just like, what the fuck is this nonsense? Like imagine not liking someone because they're a fucking Protestant. What? I can give a fuck. Yeah. I couldn't give a rat's ass what your religion is. It makes zero difference to me or my life. But these people are so, there's so much hatred in them. Yeah. Like they're so entrenched in they're this all hatred. Men as well, which yeah, I found really shocking. Like they weren't like sixty-year-olds. You know what I mean? But sixty years, sixty years, sixty-year-olds would know better. Yeah. I think maybe that's why I'm thinking. Stupid but I thought he responded in such a beautiful manner. I was. If you like, don't know who Michaela McCreevy is? Give it an L Google. Didn't you do the Michaela McCreevy story? I don't think so. Can't remember. I'm pretty sure you did. Don't think I did. No. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't remember anything I did I don't remember I did 20 minutes ago but um, yeah if just give it a little Google back there and you'll see but yeah that was disgusting um, and Vile. then uh, everybody should go watch the Bo Burnham outtakes on YouTube oh I watched some of them yeah did you see the video he really about good. his like five years together with his girlfriend yeah it's not my <laughs> fun, it's so funny I watched it and I was like this is so fucking funny um, oh my god a but... lot of people don't like Bo Burnham why? There's a real hate a hate boner for Bo Burnham on, on the internet. I don't know. People, I, uh, I when, read like a Vice article well, that were like, women like, why things. Bo Burnham is bad for comedy. It's like um when women like things. 
I was like because Dave Chappelle can get up and say the most transphobic bullshit on the planet but, but when you talk will, about your mental health but men will still defend him yeah. and also the biphobic or the transphobic shit he said was not funny no wasn't a joke and it was not funny and you'll have every man in the country sh- shoving their head up his arsehole and then Bo Burnham does something that women enjoy and it's like this isn't comedy yeah this isn't funny yes it is I laugh so much in that Bo it's Burnham it's hilarious thing. like it's hilarious and also they, they don't like they don't like other men being vulnerable you can't be vulnerable yeah. that's, that's the death knell for a man with comedy you have to be like you know what's wrong with those trans people yeah. like that's literally what they want this is how I fuck my wife yeah. and I'm just gonna show you on a t- stool on a stool I, this is me fucking like somebody. I can't begin to explain to you how quickly I will turn off a stand up special if a man begins to cr- does that other, do sex acts yeah, on a stool yeah sex acts on a stool done I mean, I'm out is that other comedian who does the sex acts on a stool but always has no top on and he's quite like overweight Oh, I can't stand that guy. He's like, a podcast and it makes me want to kill myself. Yeah, I just don't, I don't understand the point of it. Um, I was just actually, I, I was this, I was kind of not trying not to cry in the airport because I was listening. <gasps> no, it's a podcast I listen to and it's called The Read. It's a great podcast. It's two African-American creators, Kid Fury and Crystal, and they do a podcast every week. It's like about um pop culture and they talk about politics and stuff like that. But one of the, one of the presenters, Kid Fury, he's battled with his mental health for a really long time, like severe mental health issues. And uh, he, this week's episode was so sad because at the end, the last five minutes of the episode, she just said to him, you know, if you have anything else you want to say or add, she always asks him that. And he just started talking about like how bad his mental health is. And he had, he started crying and he was saying that he's basically suicidal. <sighs> and I know nobody would, <laughs> from the read, would ever listen to this podcast, but it broke my heart because it's like, you know, he, he was saying, he was basically saying he doesn't think he can do the podcast anymore. He was just like, I don't think I can do this. Like, because he was like, I am, I don't, he's, his exact words were, I don't want to be alive anymore. You know, and <sighs> it just, because he sat there and did the podcast for two hours, you know, was laughing and joking and having these, and that's what people don't really get grasp sometimes at mental health, is that you can be like smiling and joking and laughing and then they're like, oh, and then she, you know, took her own life the next day because people can mask really well you yeah know? but just if you're because it just broke my heart when i listened to it so if you're having any trouble with mental if your mental health is really bad or anything please i'm begging you ask for help because it's fucking hard man but it's just he broke my heart in the airport i wasn't expecting it and he's just you can hear it in him like he's it's like i'm he's just given up done yeah and she's you can hear how worried she is about him you know, and she said, you know, we're doing everything. Like, basically, his therapist told him this was an emergency and he has to stop working. Like, he, she was like, you have, because he's a complete work addict. Like, he does, like, this podcast, he's, he's working with um the girl that did Insecure, whose name I can't remember, sorry, that TV show Insecure, if you ever watched it. No. Issa Rae. So he's doing stuff with Oh, Issa I know Rae. her, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's really cool. She's amazing. So he's doing loads of other things and... For a while, two years ago, he did an episode as well where his mental health was really bad and that was really hard to listen to. And then he seems to have been kind of okay. And But in the last like year, I can hear it. Kind and of over does he path. have enough money financially to yes, stop? Yes, he's, he's in therapy and yeah, he does definitely. Like, And they said, you know... Because that's the thing about fucking... Like the thing about the mental thing. health is like... Because that's his main income. That's and, and But that is the thing. It's the thing about mental health as well is that um, like companies don't generally support... They don't care. No, like... And he said, like, for a while there, they're, they're at late with their episodes. And, you know, they're like, we're really sorry. And people were like, we don't care. It's fine. It's in the middle of a fucking pandemic. And I know what's happening in the States is really affecting them as well. I like, know, and I think that's the other thing. I was actually only talking to my dad a little while ago and we were talking about Anthony Bourdain. And, like, 
I can't remember. I'd watch some. I'd watch like an old episode of Anthony Bourdain, and um, have you ever seen that interview he did? I think it's with you know the way that show was for CNN. Yeah, and it's like an interview. Do you remember that documentary that came out after that was about like how Parts Unknown was yeah. made, and then it just turned into like about Anthony because yeah. he he'd completed suicide. Yeah. It was that, but they had obviously interviewed for him, but it never made it into the because it became like an obituary piece. Of course, yeah. Um, and it's him talking about like do things like do people do you find it difficult or is there anything that like really puts you off about the show and he was talking about the did you ever see the episode where he goes to Sicily and the, they go the out octopus yeah yeah I've and he was like interview. in the interview he's like I, I I wanted to go and kill myself yeah. afterwards he was like I was so and he was like I was so annoyed by the fact that the people around me couldn't understand why this was not okay yeah, yeah, yeah. and why I was so like upset about ups- it and why they want like why I was so annoyed that they wanted me to pretend that we'd caught these fucking octopuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and my dad was like, it's so sad because he was so talented. And my dad, like, I was like, my dad was like, why do you think he did it? And I was like, well, you never really know. I was like, but I think American politics had a lot to play. Yeah, he was really... And the current culture yeah, in America. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and he was like, no, I just think he's, like, my dad was like so simplistic about it. He was like, I just think it's mental health issues. No. I was like, I don't think so. It's I think, always. and it's like, this, that gentleman that you're speaking about, like, is, if his entire week is looking at, That's like, what he's doing. He's looking at the news yeah. and looking at, like, pop culture and, and seeing being, what's going on. Being a black person in yeah. the United States and turning on the TV and being like, and oh, also suffering with your mental health. Yeah, they just shot a 10 year old black kid for walking down the street. Yeah. Like, I would love to be one of those people that can literally turn off my brain to that stuff. Yeah. I'd love to be one of those people that's like, oh no, there's other things going on. I am borderline obsessed with the bad news. I'm like, I have to know everything terrible that's happening, even though my therapist told me to stop that. I can't help it. So I couldn't imagine being a black person in the United States but with mental health issues and then waking up in the morning and knowing that a man went in with a gun and purposefully shot 10 black people in in a fucking supermarket. Like... And filmed it. Filmed it. But yeah, I just, you know, as I said, I know it's easier for me to say, but if you you are feeling... Because... Hopelessness is a horrible thing. Hopelessness is a horrible, horrible feeling. No, and I think, but I think that's probably like the past three years summed up in like one yeah. word is that feeling of like hopelessness. hopelessness. Like the pandemic felt very much like all of your control was gone, yeah. and there was no answers, and it was, and then this like massive fucking divide became yeah. like, like we politicized vaccines, and like it yeah. became like this fucking bullshit argument of like you're wrong and I'm right and it's like no I just want to keep people safe and why don't you and it like tore people apart yeah. and that feels really hopeless and like you found out people that you loved and members of your family yeah were, didn't have the same beliefs like what the d- f- massive different core beliefs as you yeah, it's very, and um, that's a fucked up thing to go through man yeah, and also because within that right you feel very much like it is an argument of like well I feel like I'm doing the right thing yeah. why are you doing the wrong thing yeah. um, and then they're thinking well I'm doing the right, right thing, thing and you're doing I'm, the wrong thing why are you forcing into me my body. and why do you need to know and why is it your yeah. business and so like I do think the past three years for anybody in general has been incredibly all, difficult quite exhausted. but I think hopelessness and then you've got the fucking war and yeah. like and it is that thing where it's just like one tragedy after another yeah. um, and the worst thing about it is is that idea that we're becoming numb to the constant terribleness you know yes. what I mean it's like the day after those poor children were shot in Uvalde there were three more yeah. mass shootings three mm-hmm. and it's like what the fuck are we meant to do here man but yeah, I do think, you know, just please, if you, if you can talk to someone 
Just ring your mom, ring a sister, ring a brother, ring a friend. Ring and yeah, just that's ring it. anybody and just talk because I swear, like. But fair play to him for being so brave. He's to- so fucking brave. Like it came out of nowhere. It didn't really come out of nowhere because I kind of the feeling something was wrong, but just he was so honest about it. And just for him to say the words like, "I don't want to be alive anymore," and that was like, oh, I was near. I was like, "Stop listening to this. You're gonna cry." Like because I just felt my heart went out to him, and I knew. I could hear Crystal's crying mm. as well, you know, and she was, she, she, she was trying not to, but you could hear it. That's her best friend. Like, yeah. if anything happened to you, in the, like, you know what I mean? But it is that thing That's as well where it's terrifying. like, you, I, I don't know how to help you in that scenario. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah. how to help me no, in that scenario. And all you can do is be there yeah. and say, listen, I'm here. We can talk about this. We're going to get through this. We'll figure something out. You know, just to have someone to say to you, we'll figure it out. Mm. Because when you're in that mind frame, once again, hopelessness. No, there just there isn't a door, there isn't a light, there isn't a window. You're just like in a black box. Yeah, and that's it. But yeah, go talk to someone if you can. We have a Discord. Go vent on that. Go send us pictures of animals. <laughs> send us pictures of your pets because it's so cute. You gonna do a story? I'm gonna do a story. Do a story for me. Do you wanna? Uh, do you wanna poke zero? Hey, Colin, tell us about the Patreon. Sure thing, Lily Pops. Hey there, MMI fans. It's me, Colin, and do I have news for you. It's all going down over at www.patreon.com forward slash Irish, where we've totally revamped our Patreon offering for you mega fans. That's right. Now all of your favorite Patreon stuff can be found in one place as we bring you our MMI Super Show exclusively for Patreon, featuring all the usual banter and chat between Emma and Sarah Jane, plus me thrown into the bargain, along with Lily's Tales, Maximum bell bag and some surprises along the way but that's not all every single week due to popular demand we will be bringing you a full length story whether it be miscellaneous most Irish for those cases that just don't fit on the main show murder most international for those cases you guys have been crying out for or even music most awesome where we talk about our favourite albums but wait there's even more how about MMI Drive the fan favourite podcast show where MNC Sarah Jane drive around Dublin talking about all sorts of shite plus our monthly Ask Me Arse segment where you get to pick the brains of the girls and maybe even ask me a question or two. So what are you waiting for? Come on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Irish and join in the fun for only six euros a month. Give my mommy six euros. Are we ready? We are ready. Jack, listen to this. He's deaf. He can't hear Jack. Jack's never heard a song. Jack's never heard a song. The song in his life has Jack ever heard. Jackie, Jackie, Jackie. Jack! <laughs> no, he's definitely. And so are the people listening <laughs> and now. Every now and again, Colin will come in and go, ah! just to see if he reacts. And then if he reacts in any way, like even his tail moves, he's like, see? <laughs> he's not faking his deafness. Um, so, my references for this week's story are from Wikipedia. Wiki, Wik. Mens Rea. Mens Rea. Irish Times. Good Times. That's it. That's it. Okay. Nicola Furlong. Nicola Furlong was born on the 17th of December in 1990 in Wexford. Oh, she's a babby. A babby. Jesus. She lived in a little seaside town called Curraclo with her parents, Angela and Andrew, and younger sisters, Andrea and Hannah. Her family are well known in their community, owning the popular bar, The Roadhouse, which always makes me laugh. Roadhouse! Roadhouse! I grabbed him by the throat! Her family were involved in local sports and she was a camogie player and their family had like race horses. Oh. But they were like well known within the community. They are well known within their community. In October 2011, Nicola was in 
the third year of a four-year degree in languages and businesses when she embarked on her Erasmus year in Japan along with her friend Sarah. So she went for a year to Japan uh, to speak Japanese and to go to college over there. smart girl. She started to learn Japanese in fourth year, in transition year. That's a... What person in fourth year wants to learn? That's incredible. Yeah, that's where she picked it. That's what she was like. Driven. Driven. She was living in the city of Takasaki, uh, around 100 kilometers north of Tokyo. And she was due to return in Ireland that summer and had spoken about her excitement of returning home. So she was due to come to like the end of her Erasmus. Right. Telling her dad that she was excited for him to pick her up from the airport and drive her home for good. On the 23rd of May 2012, Nicola and Sarah began to get ready for a night out. They had tickets to see Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Thank you. Uh, in Tokyo and both girls enjoyed the buzz of a night out getting ready listening to music Nicola had spoken to her mum that day and her mum knew what the girls were like and laughed to others that day about the two girls getting all dolled up and dancing around their little uh, college dormitory the two girls got to the gig and had a great night the concert ran over the only thing is that the concert ran over for the first for on the finishing time yeah and it went over by at least a half hour oh Nikki didn't give a fuck no but I think Nikki came on late too ah okay well, that makes Nikki sense Nikki Minaj is putting on her wigs Nikki Minaj uh, the girls made a decision to stay at, like so they were like right we know it's over but we want to stay and see the end um, to get the much later train back to T- Takasaki but the much later train was like the next morning Oh, okay. Um, after the concert had finished, Nicola and her friend went to the train station to see if it was possible that they could get another train sooner, but they would have to wait a number of hours for the train to take them home. So they decided to wait it out in the station, but then they began talking to two men and explained the situation. 19-year-old Richard Hines and 23-year-old dancer James Jamari Blackston, they asked the girls... They. The girls asked them directions to Tokyo's Shibuya. Yeah, I think Shibuya. Shibuya district, which is known for its like shopping and nightlife. So they were like, if we can't get a train, we'll talk to these guys, see if they know how we can get, get to this there. place. And, and like, you got to remember, this is 2011. So like, they're not using, like Google Maps available, but probably cost it a would, fortune. Yeah, and it wouldn't be as prominent yeah. as it is now, yeah. Hind was working in Japan temporarily as a musician and Blackson, a dancer from Los Angeles, was in Japan working with a touring Japanese-American musician. Unlike Nicola, who was studying and living in a city about 120 kilometers from Tokyo, Blackson, then age 23, was somewhat familiar with Jap- with the Japanese capital, having the- toured the country on at least five occasions. So he knew where he was going. So he knew where he was going. They offered to show the women the way... And Sarah, who's a Nicholas friend, said they seemed so friendly and so normal and nice. They didn't seem dangerous at all. But both of the girls made a decision that they would like stay in like open spaces with them. That's smart. Very, very smart. Sarah said whilst so Sarah says that whilst giving evidence that she was like we like knew that like going back to like anywhere with them would be dangerous. So we were like, We'll we'll share a taxi yeah. with you, but like Taxis are recorded in Japan and have like full CCTV, and they were like, "We won't go anywhere that's like off the beaten track." Yeah. Um, the four ended up together at the Scramble Cafe and Bar in Shibuya, and Sarah and Nicola had two tequilas. The women bought the men a drink as in return, so they were like, they were also like, "There's this isn't like you buy me a drink and I do something yeah, for you." They this both is like had, we are buying each other. Yeah, drinks. they both had boyfriends. Yeah, and they just, were like, "We're just being sound." Yeah, yeah. 
You buy me a drink, I'll buy you a drink. I'm lying down in the bed. Colin, don't get back to me. Okay. Let's do this. Go. So Sarah and Nicola had two tequilas and the women bought the men a drink as thanks for guiding them to Shibuya and chatted and danced with them at different stages during the night. Both Sarah and Nicola went to the toilets together and when they came back, two vodka and Red Bulls were on the table for them purchased by James and Richard. After this point, Sarah says she's little to no memory of the rest of the evening. Other than Nicola being put into the back of an ambulance. That's all she remembers. She doesn't remember anything else. Fuck. James and Richard hailed a taxi to bring the women back to their hotel. So it threw out the night in the like uh, bar. The guys were like, do you want it? They had said to them, do you want to stay in one of our rooms and we'll stay in the other room? And the girls were like, no, 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 it's okay. We're going to like do this and then we're going to get ta- like, we're going to get trained yeah. back to our like, no, we don't want to come back. And so then they devised a plan to make them come so back. So then all of a sudden they give them these two vodka and Red Bulls. The girls become like immediately like inebriated. And these two hail a taxi to bring the woman back to their hotel. They record snatches of disorientated female voices as the women were getting into the taxi. So the CCTV footage is really awful. Witnesses at the taxi rank also said that they seen two women being pushed into the taxi and that the women were like, no, we don't want to go. But they were like so out of it that it was almost like pointless for them yeah. to fight back. But... Both women, both women were severely inebriated, according to the taxi driver, and it appeared that they were entirely unconscious at points. The CCTV footage, this is really trigger warning, guys. So the CCTV footage shows the two men talking excitedly about what they planned to do sexually to these women who lay comatose in the backseat of the taxi. They said, and I quote, let's fuck them and get rid of them. You can see the four pair, so you can see the four of them, the two guys and the two girls in the back and also the driver the two girls are clearly unconscious said the taxi man um and the cctv like backs that up it also captures blackston molesting sarah no in the taxi um so both of these have clearly been given something that is like leading them to act to be unconscious and these two men are like taken full rapists yeah the taxi camera recorded the men chatting as they were leaving the taxi at the entrance to their hotel. So they're like now talking about how they're going to get them into the hotel. He says, I'm going to carry mine. So that's what Blackston says. Are you going to carry yours? One of the men re- referring to the two women. Yeah, I'm going to carry mine. The other answers. Richard Hines is then seen on CCTV in the, ho- in the hotel with Nicola putting her in a wheelchair used by hotel for elderly or infirm guests and he has the like staff help him and he then pushes her to his room and Sarah and Blackson does the exact same thing with Sarah so he puts her in a wheelchair and nobody in the hotel was nobody like, in the hotel says a why are there thing. insanely inebriated women and who are they yeah no like and both of you have a room for single occupancy and you're ca- putting them in a wheelchair they're that in they're that they're out that of it in, they're that inebriated Inebriated is the wrong word. Drugged. Drugged. Yeah. Around two hours later, a guest at the hotel calls the reception and makes a complaint about the noise in Richard Hines' room. They say it sounded like loud banging and screaming. The hotel staff then tried ringing the room but got no answer, so they headed to the room. When they entered the room, Nicola was lying on the floor, completely unresponsive, fully clothed, with marks around her neck, and Richard Hines was standing in the corner of the room. 
They called an ambulance. She was rushed to a local hospital. It is reported she was alive when the ambulance arrived, but was a, was dead on arrival. Oh, I'm so tired. Sarah was in another room and she'd also been sexually assaulted and was also in a very bad way and she had to be taken to hospital also. Jesus. The next morning... Nicola's parents have no idea any of this has gone on oh. and they think that her their daughter has gone to Nicki Minaj and came home. Her sister is waiting to hear from Nicola but doesn't hear from her but just suspects that she's hung over. Um, and also there's a massive time difference so course, no one really yeah. questions it. Such a short period of time. But the guard arrive at Nicola's parents' house. Dude, I can't deal with this. This is... Oh. And they have no idea what happened. Nicola's father thought it was a menial matter about his car when he saw the Garda and never really questions it when they arrive on his doorstep. But they told him that his daughter had died in Japan and that foul play had been suspected. Tributes for Nicola begin to pour into the local paper and social media and her family were in shock and disbelief. Little did they know what had happened to their daughter. Sarah's family were also notified that she was in hospital and had been assaulted also. And they headed to Japan the next day to be with Sarah as she recovered from her own ordeal. Very little information began to flow from Japan and the family struggled to get any information. Even the media struggled to get any information with the Japanese police force saying only select news outlets would get access to information. But news broke that two American men were being held in relation to the assault. Richard Hines is 19 when this crime is committed. He's a juvenile in the Japanese law system. Yeah. Um, like 20 is the age of an adult okay. uh, in Japanese law. So his name is like never... Mentioned? No, it's like never put up in the in any of the media. And um, because he's a like juvenile, it's like... I think that's why it was so difficult for any information to be given to the media. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guy, what did I say his name? Scumbag number two. Blackstone, was it? Yeah. He, he's 23, so his his name is given out straight away. Yeah. Um, so the, the news breaks that two American men are being held in relation to assaults directly related to this crime, but no other information okay. breaks. Both men are charged... So the other thing is, in Japan, if you're arrested... They can hold you for 10 days without charging you. Wow. So, boat men are held for 10 days. And on the 10th day, boat men are charged with, like, lesser charges. Whilst, and that's really common. So, in Japan, I would... Let's say I was arrested. Yeah. I'd be charged on, like, the 10th day of the lesser crime so that I could be held. But the evidence will be gathered for They're the entire the evidence, yeah. crime. Um, so, boat evidence... Whilst the evidence being gathered, this is common practice in Japanese law. In July, Richard is charged with indecent assault and murder and the toxicology report was completed. Nicola's family raised funds to repatriate Nicola's body back to Ireland. This bit makes me cry. This is horrific. When her body arrived back in Dublin airport, she's placed into a bright pink coffin. Oh, God love them, Jesus Christ. This is horrific. She's a kid. Yeah, she's a baby. I don't know like I know they always make me sad but this bitch no, has really know, got to me I know I know she's only like I always think and I know I always say this to you imagine imagine 
the getting this news. I just don't know how this family. No. So she's placed into a bright pink coffin, coffin, and into the back of the Hearst Airport morgue. Oh. Her father sat in the front. <sighs> Sorry, it's okay. To drive his daughter back to their home as he promised her he would. Oh God, love them. Oh. I don't know why this bit is making me so upset, but no. when I wrote it, I was like, it's just devastating. Devastating. So because he had said to her, I'll, like, she was so excited about coming home. He's like, I'll come and collect you. So he went and he drove to hers. Oh, God, love them. That poor man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. I'm a mess. <laughs> okay, you're allowed to be um, a mess. This is horrible, Sarah. Yeah, when I wrote that, I was like, that's just fucking, like, Devastating. Horrible. So... The trial begins in 2013. Right. And Nicola's family raised funds again to, to attend the courts. So that's the other thing. This is in Japan. Yeah. It's like 3,000 euros yeah, for like a ticket. It's insane money to stay there as well. Like, it's yeah. so expensive. And so they raise funds to again to attend court. <sighs> and did people raise the funds? Today? Yeah. That's oh, amazing. But in Japanese um, law, you have to ask for permission from the judge. Okay. The other thing is that six judges sit over the case. It's not always six, but you have like a main judge. Right. And then you have like a community judge. Okay. Who isn't necessarily a qualified judge. Okay. But they're like a guidance on like... They're just hanging out? But they're a guidance on like community and how the community would feel by this crime. Oh, like the judicial system in Japan so is he's, crazy. He's there to be like, this is like the community's torn apart by this. Yeah, but also I think like what they would think is acceptable in terms of like a sentence okay. or those kind of things. And I before this there'd been like a big overhaul in like, um, in the courts. But I actually think that like it it's a really good system to a degree because like to have that many people. Yeah. That, like, you couldn't have it... Like, it would be really difficult, I think, to have, like, a whole lot of bias. Yeah, of course. Because you've got six people You're going to have six different opinions. Yeah. And as well as that, as you said, a community judge, you know, for them to speak for the people of the area that this has happened yeah. is actually very, very good. Um, So they have to write and ask for permission for the judge because it could be seen as, like, an unfair bias towards okay. the defence. Yeah. Um. And while they waited, her family gave statements to news outlets saying Nicola was the best part of their lives and they wanted to see justice done. But that they also had said that they had every fate in the justice system in Japan and would respect the wishes of the court um, if they didn't get permission okay. for the case. Which I think, do you remember that case you did and the family like ended up getting the entire court? This yep. is how you act. This is how you behave. Like, and I know that that's really difficult. Yeah, it's it's hard. To, it's easy to say it if you're not going through that. But yeah, they are understanding how to get things done here. Yeah. Yeah. Hines' defense was that Nicola had died from drugs and alcohol and that she had taken willingly. Yeah. They okay. claim that he, they claimed he put his hands around Furlong's neck, neck after she refused sexual advances and that he had no intention of killing her. Heinz admitted that he was the only other person in the room with Mrs. Furlong. And he said, I quote, I did lightly press on her neck, he told the court. I do not believe I was the cause of her death because the pressure was too light. I had no intent, motive or reason to hurt her or kill her. 
However, his versions of events... So his version of event is so skewed. So his version is that she agreed to have consensual sex with Okay. Him. They were having consensual sex. Right. There was blood found on the bed. Excellent. He said during the consensual sex, which by the way, she kept all her clothes on and so did he. Um, before they had consensual sex, he said he had no condom. Okay. And the reason that people heard screaming and fighting is because she was f- screaming at him to have sex with her. Oh my God, are you kidding me? Regardless of having a condom Are you not. kidding no, me? This is like what he got up on the stand and said. Men get up. And they say, no, she wanted... Right? Then they said there was blood on the bed and he said that during the sex she felt unwell and she threw up on the bed and part of it had blood in it. And they just continued to have sex. Yep, this happened. He said she got really annoyed and angry and uh, because he wouldn't have sex with her. Yeah, that happened, sir. That happened, yeah. Um... However, he was found fully clothed and in his jeans pocket he had a condom. I hate this motherfucker so much. And she was found full. And they said, like, the other thing they said, like, she was fully clothed, so how did you have, like... How did you have sex? And he said that that was... He was a... Quote, he was a gentleman and she had asked to keep her clothes on and he just went along with it. Because that's what she wanted because he was a gentleman. I hate And then the uh, defence came... Or the... um prosecution came back and were like if do you think it's gentlemen to bring like inebriated women back so it's so inebriated that you had to bring her up in a wheelchair yeah and he said um well that's that's not i'm not going to talk about that then they also said do you think that gentleman speak like this the way you did in the back of the cctv in the back of the taxi and they showed that in court and he was like that's just like friendly banter that's how men talk to each other fuckers i hate them i hate them like that's how men talk to each other and they get away with this when they say that, Sarah. Like, there are so many cases where his men will say that. His entire family stood by him and his church raised money to send his family over. Because he's also deeply Christian. Oh, he's a good Christian boy. Yeah. His uh, a previous girlfriend that he was dating for like 18 months also like gave testimony to his character. Bitch, I don't care. To say that like he'd never hurt her and she broke up with him. And this I don't is care. Not something he'd ever done. Um, It also goes... To mention that Blackstone, who is the other guy, mm-hmm. is now being prosecuted for the rape and assault of Sarah, Sarah and the rape and assault of another woman. Oh, shit. That came forward when everything well, came, came out. Oh, to be like, he fuck. raped and assaulted so me So this also. is habitual then? Oh, yeah, no, these are going out and drugging women. This is habitual. Um, Sarah, and his church raised money to send his family over. Yeah. And they got, like, their bracelets. With, Please like, tell me your joke. No, no, they had bracelets that said Believe in Rich, because his name is Richard. Um, your son's a rapist and a murderer your son's a rapist and a murderer that's what he is Blackston and also there's like a whole load of questions around had a towel being used to strangle her okay because they found like um, fibres yeah uh, he didn't when Blackston had been in the room and all before the uh, receptions yeah. came, receptions came up and had tried to wake her with a wet towel oh okay. but they never called an ambulance scumbags fucking scumbags so however his versions of events were rejected by the prosecution who claimed that Hines tried to rape for long while she was un- unconscious only for her to wake up and scream Hines then strangled her yeah. and according to the police Furlong's friends was sexually assaulted in the taxi on the way to the hotel so Sarah was she was sexually there's assaulted. video footage of her being so he sat molested. there and watched his friend yeah. sexually assault a girl but he's a gentleman he's an absolute gentleman once the men and he said he was being a gentleman because these girls had nowhere to stay 
and that's why they ended up back in their hotel. Okay, yeah. yeah that's uh, once the hotel provided a wheelchair to take the incapacitated women to the men's room. Um, also, then the prosecution, the defense, no, the prosecution called uh, the, um, I can't think, the coroner, mm-hmm. the coroner, and the coroner said that, like, this person didn't die from, like, drugs and alcohol that this person's life came to an end that if they had have died from died from drugs and alcohol their organs would have shown symptoms of or signs of shutting down yeah. and that was not the case no. and they had died of like they were killed they were killed and said outright they were killed and then the defence continuously was like well is there not another way that this person could no and it got to the point where they asked like five times that the coroner was like I'm not answering this question again I have told you I have told you this person was murdered this person was killed so then the defence caused their own called their own doctor and their own doctor was like no this person was killed like this person didn't die from drugs and alcohol Um, I'm so mad right now so like I'm so angry. She had Xanax and lidocaine in her system. Yeah. And she did have a prescription for Xanax because yeah. she suffered with anxiety. Yeah. But she obviously didn't have a prescription for lidocaine. But it could be deemed that there was lidocaine found in her system from when they were trying to revive her. Yeah. Um, of course. But um, she... And she didn't... Like, Sarah gave testimony and was so strong. But she gave testimony over the... Over, like... Um, video? Video. And they tried to show her the CCTV footage and she was like, I just can't see that. She's like, I can't watch that. I can't see that. So she didn't watch that. But she was like, I can't remember anything. Except when they were putting... Once I came out of the toilets, she was like, I can remember nothing. I just remember being given these drinks that they had bought for us. And I don't remember anything else. And I remember then waking up when uh, Nicola was being... Like put into the ambulance. Um, She was like, but other than that, I have no memory of anything that happened. This is terrifying. And, um... Like, terrifying. Yeah, no, it's absolutely terrifying. Like... How are you meant to trust people? Like, these men, like, went out to... With the intention of... 100% raping, raping, drugging and raping women. Yeah. Because they're rapists. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what they are. Yeah. Oh, my God. Also, Nicola had... uh, needle marks on the tops of her legs that showed up in the report but when she got to hospital they were trying to take blood and it was like a new intern and they tried to take blood 10 times and the coroner was like that they tried to take blood 10 times but also like she had passed away at that point and it's quite difficult of course yeah on March 19 2013 Heinz was found guilty but here's the kicker sentenced to 5 to 10 years imprisonment yeah wonderful for the murder of Nicola Furlong. Hines is currently serving a sentence in Fushu Prison. His release was originally projected for November 2017. Now here's the other thing. In 2017, he would have like served his time. Yeah. But his parole was delayed. Oh. After authorities deemed that he had failed to convince authorities that he was in any way remorseful for yeah, Nicola's remorseful. murder. Yeah, give a fuck. So Blackstone was sentenced to... Uh, served three years in Japanese prison for his sexual assault on Sarah. During the trial of Richard, the self-proclaimed Christian, who was a music director at his Memphis church, he was allowed, he wanted to give like a statement before like the court read out like what his punishment would be. And he directly addressed the family of Nicola. What did he say? He turned to her mother and father and spoke to them. I... 
When I tell you I would have jumped the turnstile. He said, Mr. and Mrs. Furlong, perhaps you are tired of, hear- tired of hearing me say this, but I never had any intention to bring harm to your daughter. In my short life, I've never hurt anyone physically or verbally. The nine judges, including six lay judges, didn't believe this and convicted him. But because he was 19 when he committed the crime, he was sentenced as a minor Ugh. in Japan. Adult legally begins at 20, as said. Japan has a death penalty, but it is prohibited for under 18s and would and would be given to 18 or 19 year old in cases where there's more victims. Especially if they did it two or three times. Yeah, particularly. I love the way he turned around and said to their family, I had no intention of hurting your daughter. And there is literal CCTV footage of him him saying we're going to fuck them and get rid of them. I hope this motherfucker is rotting, by the way. If an 18 or 19 year old murder isn't given the death sentence or a life sentence, the next strongest sentence is five to ten years. The flexibility of the five to ten year term is designed to encourage rehabilitation. And if the defendant displays contrition for their crime, they will get out earlier. Hines' friend, James Blackston, was convicted of sexually assaulting Nicola, or sexually assaulting Sarah, on the night Nicola was murdered. He was also convicted of an earlier sexual assault on another non-Japanese woman who was also there for travel, referred to in court as victim B, after forensic police analysis of his iPad retrieved incriminating images that Blackstone had deleted of the woman. So he'd taken pictures of her while she was unconscious. That's a serial rapist. The woman, a 22-year-old... Japanese Brazilian shop worker had a story like of Nicola Furlong's friends, so like Sarah. Yeah. He her story was like pretty much the exact Drunk same. Drunk her brother to a hotel. Yeah. She told the police that she'd lost consciousness while socializing with Blackston. She said he insisted that she take a swig from a bottle of tequila when they were dancing together in a bar. She said she felt sick after drinking it. She said I felt drunk immediately, I felt weirdly dizzy, dizzy and I started to sweat. She and Blackston went outside and he brought her to a nearby convenience store and gave her a bottle of water. She said she remembered nothing more until she woke up the the following morning. That is terrifying. Blackston was charged with a crime known as quasi-forcible indecency, which is defined as a person who commits an indecent act upon a male or a female by taking advantage of loss of consciousness or an inability to resist, or by causing a loss of consciousness or inability to resist. So rape! Rape. He was jailed for three years and has since been freed. Yeah, probably doing it again. Probably probably off doing it again somewhere. Blackstone, who had described himself as in court as a practicing Christian, Christian added that God allows certain things to happen so that his glory shines forth through us special utensils. A practicing cunt. Yeah. <laughs> is what you are, sir. <laughs> That's all you fucking are. Tuesday the 24th of May this year was the 10th anniversary of the murder of Nicola. At the time of her death, Nicola Furlong had been feeling homesick and was looking forward to returning to Ireland. In Tokyo's district court in 2013, Angela Furlong described the final (sighs) final text message she received from her eldest daughter. On May 22nd, 2012, Nicola's last contact with me, she texted to say, All ready for the concert, ma'am. I'm so excited. 10 weeks and I'll be back in Ireland. The following evening, she met Hines. Several hours later, she was dead, and her family were left with a lifelong grief. She says, I miss her so much. 
I watched my parents pass away within a year of each other. One of the last things I said was to tell her I miss her. Five years, whatever. Five yeah. years. She, he's um, out of prison, I think, this Five year. Five years, he just ruined, destroyed those people, like, ruined their lives forever and ever. And he got out in five years. Like, the idea as well that it's... These men were having fun doing this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This was, like, planned. This was enjoyment. This is, like, so like I'm, like, we're going out... We're going to go out tonight and do this. Yeah, and then because, like, he, he fucking strangled her, like... Yeah. Because like, she obviously panicked, woke up and panicked, yeah. clearly, because where am I? What's happening? Like you're and instead me. of him just opening the door and letting her go... He killed her. He strangled her to yeah. death. And then called himself a cripple Christian and a gentleman. Oh, yeah, to make things the worse. audacity. Um, there's been photographs of Blackston, because uh, he's out, yeah. uh, hanging around with like, Snoop Dogg on his Instagram. And he was like, um, put up on his social media. Please tell me you're joking. No, no, no. On New Year's Eve uh, of this year saying, um, thanks everybody who stood by me. You raped a murdered so- a girl. No, Blackston didn't. I'm oh, sorry, he raped, raped two women. He raped two women. So that's chill. So Mr. Snoop Dogg, who's obviously a beacon of, of, of society, is hanging around with a man that is a serial rapist. Yeah. And then Richard Hines's father when so he was like his statement that he gave after the um sentencing was like uh he went back to his church and thanked all of the church for standing by his son and like y'all are going to hell have fun in hell motherfuckers um on the on the like altar um people go to the military they go to the army for four years they go to college for four years because it's, the expectation was that his son was going to be out in four to five he's in jail um, he's in jail this in is him working on himself oh my god I can't, do you know what male specific plague is needed like I can't deal with this anymore like, yeah. like there's I, you can't keep defending this nope you can't so he got up in front of a, an altar in front of a church and said this, and there is a family in Ireland who don't have a daughter. Yep. Because your cunt of a son thought that he'd get his shits and giggles from drugging her and murdering her. Yep. Fuck you and fuck your church. And fuck every single person that gave money to get your ass to Japan to defend your rapist murdering son. Mm-hmm. And they think they can justify it by saying they're Christian? Yeah. Y'all are going to hell. Have and he fun. was like, I'm a I'm a Rotten hell. I'm a every real gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You're not I'm a gentleman. gentleman. You're like a they were the fucking words he used. Piece of shit. And then to and then at the end of the case, because he got up and like said that like directly to I'll be like, Don't speak to me. His her parents, um there was like then a, a stop in the court proceedings to be like, We want that struck. Remove that immediately. Like you cannot talk. No. Do not talk to like, these people. And apparently like the judge was just like everybody was so shocked at what he was doing. Like he turned around and looked at the them. arrogance. But I'm not surprised of, of what you're telling me about his father. I'm not surprised he's like that. He can no, rock. Like, you know, you're in, every single one of your congregations going to burn in hell, just FYI. Like, anyway, that's the end of the story. Good job, I'm dude. sorry for crying so much. Cry away. We all need to go cry. I just think that bit with her dad. Her poor family. Her poor fucking family. And her I poor don't friends. How, I don't understand how... I don't understand how that man got... Like, I wouldn't be able to get in no. that car. I would just think I'd fall apart that's like, strange like and like her poor friend Sarah as well that poor yeah. girl like the her life is destroyed as well she's yeah. like it, and then it, the arrogance and the hubris for the, but this is a lot of religious organisations have this thing where they think they can do whatever they want in the name of God oh yeah because they say sorry 
And God, like, oh God is putting us on this YouTube baby. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck your church. God's glorious. Fuck utensils. your ma. Fuck your dad. Fuck your grandma. Fuck your grandfather. Fuck every single one of your relatives and fuck that entire church. They can rot. Give them money to send them over to me. I know what I'd fucking do. And I'm going to cut his dick off. That's mm. what I would have done. <laughs> Immediately. Off. Gone. You'll never ever do this again. No. Like, I just... Good job, dude. I'm just so mad at everything and I hate everything and everything's a nightmare. <laughs> do you know, in prison in Japan, um, <sighs> it's, like, super... Like, I would expect it to be super organised. Oh, yeah. But you, like, work for seven hours of the day. Oh, really? So you make uh, greeting cards and furniture, like, stuff that's sold. Oh, okay. And then also you have to do an hour every day of con- contemplation. Where you like have to go think and like about what you've think done. about what you've done. I'm sure he was thinking about what you've done. Um, I'm sure he didn't give a fuck about what you've done. Just, it didn't sound like he gave no. a shit. Because to turn around and say that to those poor people. Yeah. I never had any intention of harming your daughter. So even if you didn't mean to murder her, you think rapists and harming yeah. her? Like. What? But he was like, it wasn't rape, it was consensual. Ew. You know what? Um, even with the condom when he was like oh. oh she was shouting at me because like of all the excuses have sex with me do please like, and then, sir and then to sir. be like oh, we found um, we found a condom in your jean pocket and he was like oh, I have no idea how that got there I can't deal with this like I'm so mad like I read about this a while ago I was reading this case and I just was so mad like you don't these actions happen and these things happen and then you were literally you'll be out in five years that family will never recover from this no they will live their entire lives without their daughter devastated and without their daughter like even when she taught like that woman when she her mom when she said um, like saying that to her mom and dad like before they died before they died I, I don't know I just my heart goes out to Nicholas family and to Sarah's family as well and I hope Sarah's doing okay and I, I just I don't even know man I've given up. I just can't. You can't keep defending men. You just can't keep defending the man. Like no. this is constant. It's non-stop. Anyway, fuck men. Um, I'm gonna go watch that men movie. Oh yeah, when are we going to see that? Apparently, it's horrific. In what sense? In like what she does to them. Apparently, it's just someone was doing a review and they were saying like um they were like I'll never ever watch this movie ever again. She's like I feel bad telling people to go to see it, but just go to see it. Yeah, apparently it's horrific. Apparently it's fucking horrific. In what so, sense? I don't know. I don't. When wanna, are we going? I don't want to. I don't want to read about it. As I want to go see it. But am I going to be scared? Probably. <laughs> the tears are like going to be scared. like it's like the time I went to see the girl dragon tattoo and I'd put my coat over my face. <laughs> Man, a lot of shit happened in that movie that I did not know was going to happen. That scene in and that I movie. I just had to put my coat over my face. I just remember looking at you and you. I, mean, I turned around to be like, Jesus. And yeah, you were I like, I was just, you were wearing your fur jacket. It yeah. was just over your head. Over and my I head. was like, and then I sound like an evil bitch because I started to <laughs> laugh. I was <laughs> like, I, was, I, just, I just couldn't deal with it. Like, I can't deal with anything like that. I mean, you're like, no, I'm out. Goodbye. And now we're going to see this movie. Everybody, have a nice week. <sighs> Happy Christmas. This is a, this is a tough one. Sorry week. for making you angry. No, no, it's okay. I'm just fed up. I hate, man. You just came back from holiday. Shut up. I hate them. Um, but everybody have a lovely week if you can Carly put a song on this about killing men yeah please do that one that he wrote that time that I was like we can't put this on which oh yeah this, this has gone a step over from what we should be doing um, do you want me to kill that guy <laughs> okay so goodbye bye bye hello Emma Hello. Welcome to another therapy session my name is Dr. Schwinkernadel let me bring up your file here mm-hmm 
You appeal to not like men very much, is this correct? Fucking men! Do you think these are rational thoughts, Mr. Cormac? I don't know, dude. I see, I see. Well, you're in luck, because I have an exercise that can help you out. Okay. Just take a deep breath. <sighs> and now tell me everything you hate about men. Things I hate about men. Things I hate about men. Let me see. Um, well, I never had time for Billy. And I think Dick is a fool. So please take this as a warning. Emma's gonna get you. Emma's gonna get you. I really hate that cunt Adam. He's a bastard. That banger John is a two. Dirty bastard. If I had my way, there would be a reckoning. Emma's gonna get you. Emma's gonna get you. She hates the men, she hates the boys. She shakes her fists when they make noise. She keeps the scissors in her bag. Don't get her mad, cause she'll say, Emma, my, Emma, my, dirty old man, you deserve this. Emma, my, Emma, my, dirty old man, you deserve this. Emma, my, Emma, my, Emma, my. Listen, Sarah Jane, I've come up with a plan. We could castrate a man. 